I broke everything. I'm a vampire. Kill me. Kill me. I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny. Am I getting through to you? Over! Yet another episode of Vampire's Piss. I'm Cassidy, and I'm joined by my by my lovely host Matt. And mm-hmm. yes, our, sorry, our... I'm sorry, I'm a little overexcited for this. <laughs> and our refusal to get used to recording a podcast on the internet, even though that's how we've done it since day one. I'm never gonna get used to the delay. Um, nope. No, it's it, it'll be like this forever. Um, yeah, it's very unfortunate. A lot has happened since the last uh, episode. Um, oh yeah, definitely. I think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the exact order of events was uh, uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned. You got COVID, and then my dog died. <laughs> and so, yes. it's just been a been a bit of a week uh yeah between and episodes it's all connected obviously yeah those thank supreme... you byron <laughs> uh yeah there we... might be some coughing in this episode yeah we're it's okay we're just gonna crack open a, a real cold one and just try and forget about it and talk about uh vampire's kiss oh yeah i mean i'm telling you as soon as i got covid though Cassidy was just like, man, listen, you gotta <laughs> pimp your pain for the audience. He's just a sick fuck, you know. He's just like, listen, I know you're suffering right now. It's coughing you're... my brains out. He's like, listen, we gotta, we gotta get that. We gotta get that stuff for the podcast. It'll be hilarious. And I was like, that's me. You're paraphrasing, but I basically said that to you. Um, Essentially, yeah. That fake cough was like turning very quickly into a real cough. Um, yeah. Are you feeling better, though? I'm feeling a lot better. I got it like... So it was the day that Roe v. Wade got overturned last Friday. Uh, it was June's birthday. What an we omen. went out for hot pot. Yeah, we were just kind of trying not to think about mm-hmm. the other stuff that was going on. We had a good time, but it's kind of crammed. There was a lot of people there, so I'm pretty sure I got it from that. And then like Saturday, Sunday, I was starting to feel symptoms, and I felt like shit for mm-hmm. like monday until like wednesday but i feel a lot better now like my cough hasn't gone away but my symptoms haven't been too crazy they were a little much early on but i'm mostly fine now yeah i'm i'm still i'm still a part of the no covid crew but i i feel like my days are numbered i i work in i work in retail so i'm just like yeah there's no way i'm not gonna get it one of these days especially since i found out wear a mask yeah yeah, I wear a mask, and none of my coworkers wear masks. The only coworkers I have that wear masks are the two high schoolers I work with. Um, that's it. I found out recently yeah. my manager is anti-vax, so I definitely think oh. I'm gonna. I definitely think I'm gonna get it. But she's weirdly mm-hmm. anti-vax about just the COVID vaccine, nothing else. Right. She was like, "Yeah," because like I, one of my coworkers was like, "What was the last vaccine you got?" And she was like, 
TB. And we were like, what? Uh-oh. So, you know. Where do you work? I work at the UPS store. Oh. Yeah. I would I would expect that they would require you to be vaxxed there. Yeah, you'd you you'd expect, but no. No. Uh it's not a vac it's not a requirement to work there. They didn't even mm. like interview me when they hired me. They were just like, "Hey, uh-huh. do you want to work?" and I'm like, "Yes, I I need to work actually." <laughs> and then I and then I just started working there. Yeah. Yeah. Um so uh this watch how how was your watch because mine was very normal and i loved it yeah i i also loved it you know we, we've been doing some crazy things for the past few mm-hmm. watches and i think we were both like listen let's just do like bare bones like no nonsense kind of watch for this one yeah we needed the and, the stability yeah we did and i don't know if our listeners have ever had this but like you ever been in like a really shitty relationship, but <laughs> you know you've been in there so long that you just kind of overlook all the bad things. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like that's my relationship to this movie because you know, uh-huh. despite all like the weird shit going on, like I still love it, man. Still yeah, really enjoyed this movie. I agree. This is very much like I'm I'm right there with you in this analogy. I I've been there, and this is very much like a honeymoon period of the movie yeah. for me because i was like you know mm. what this movie's not so bad i i really really like everything it's doing here i even wrote like a bunch of like just organically it came to me like vampire powers and uh yeah. evidence that he's a vampire and and standout mm-hmm. moments i'm just like wow you know what this movie's still got a lot to offer it does it's it's a feat you know i was yeah. thinking like you know, no, most movies are not, like, perfect. And I'm not mm-hmm. sure if I would call this movie perfect. But I was thinking, no. like, well, what would I change about it if I was a director? And I was just like, I don't I don't think I could change anything, really. I would put the, like, I, the therapist hallucination scene somewhere else in the movie. Mm-hmm. See, I, I that's the one thing the we disagree club. on. I, before the nightclub. Maybe. <clears throat> or at least not so close to the end. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That scene still rocks pretty hard for me. It goes. It goes pretty hard. I I agree. Um, even even this watch, I was like, you know what? It's not so bad. Mm-hmm. I think it's because last time I watched this, it was three hours long, and so this time yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. fuck yes, dude. Half the time, <laughs> it's just it's just moving. It's going by so yeah. quickly. I loved it. I. I don't know, man. It's just I was thinking about it because, like, I've been working on this uh, this uh, patchy jean jacket. I don't know if I've showed it to you before. I've been seeing you post about it on your Instagram. I've seen like little snippets here and there, and on your Twitter, mm-hmm. and on my Twitter. I think more so on my Twitter. But there's a there's a Bella Lugosi one, and you know, I often mm. think about like, well, where does where does Vampire's Kiss rank in? my favorite vampire movies because yeah. i've seen quite a bit you know not to not to suck my own dick or anything you are kind of the leading expert right now on vampire movies i think in our like social circle yes, yes. like i've definitely found people online whose spots i'm coming for very aggressively <laughs> but you know i was thinking back on you know like the old bella lugosi dracula and mm-hmm. as much as i like that movie i think it it does have quite a bit problems with it and like just because of how early on like a lot of the film techniques you know not to its fault but like they haven't aged the best just because mm-hmm. the you know the methods of filmmaking have changed and i kind of think 
that Vampire's Kiss might low-key be, like, a better vampire than... Because, you know, I think think about, like, what my standards are, and I'm Uh like, all right, well, you know, you need fangs, you need blood, and Bela Lugosi Dracula does not have either of those things. Really? He doesn't even have fangs? He doesn't even have fangs, you know? That's crazy. Yeah. Also... You know, I was thinking, because, like, oh, like, this movie, like, it harkens back, uh, Vampire's Kiss, it harkens back to, like, all those old school monster movies with, like, the the strings and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't I think, and I think this is something that a lot of people don't know about the Bela Lugosi Draculas. There's, like, no music in it whatsoever, except for the beginning. Is Am I wrong in thinking that the Bela Lugosi Dracula is a, a silent film? It's not a silent film. Oh. It's like it's like old school Hollywood, but uh-huh. like it has like this really great song at the beginning that like I think a lot of people associate with Dracula, but the movie itself after the title card has no music in it whatsoever, no score, and I think it's meant to be an atmospheric thing and it mm-hmm. works in certain parts, but I think overall it makes the movie feel a little hollow. <coughs> Interesting. And that's not an adjective that I would give to vampires kiss whatsoever no this movie is full full to the brim yeah interesting wow i wonder what peter lowe would think of a belagosi dracula i feel like he'd be on my side and like preferring max shrek as nosferatu yeah yeah definitely um no shade to belagosi you know yeah great rest in peace great performance yeah rest in peace um he probably did some fucked up shit too i mean yeah it was hollywood (laughs) yeah he's a man yeah um right pete let's see yeah i i think i i need i need to eventually fill my gaps in vampire knowledge i haven't i haven't actually seen nosferatu in all of its like entirety i've seen like clips of it because i went to film school Mm. um but i i I think it's a banger i think it's pretty great um Max Shrek, he's just like a mischievous little guy. He's just like every scene he's in, he's just—they really got a guy who looks like a monster. You know, it's pretty great. Is that who they named the Batman character after? The Batman character? Which one? The—I don't know if he's in the comics, but he's definitely in the Tim Burton movies. That Christopher Walken plays him, and his name is Max Shrek. That's pro. That would make sense. I mean, Tim Burton, you know, famously mm. like very into German expressionism and stuff. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that was a Tim Burton edition and not like just a like a thing that was in the Batman comics. But I feel like mm-hmm. Batman, the comics. I mean, they they could probably reference that stuff. I'm sure. I'm sure those comic sure. artists liked Nosferatu. Yeah, definitely. I know that Tim Burton's Batman takes like not a lot from the comics and that no. he he took a lot of liberties and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's actually like a very strong Tim Burton Vampire's Kiss connection that I did not know about. Is it uh, let me see if I can try and guess it. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. is it the is it the musician, the the music guy in this in this movie? No. no? Oh. It's not Danny Elfman. That would be pretty sick though. Ah, uh, but Danny Elfman only, only. He only he only worked on. Uh, I thought he only worked on Nightmare Before Christmas, and then he didn't work with. No, him he anymore. worked on. He's he's scored. I'd say like most of the iconic oh. Tim Burton movies. He did Pee Wee's Big Adventure. He did Edward Scissorhands. Who am I thinking of then? I think they had like a very slight uh, falling out in the two thousands, mm. but 
no shade to Tim Burton, but I don't know if like most people are really talking about that era of Tim Burton. Yeah. Um, okay, who's the connection? I, I've I've run out of ideas. So I, you know, looking at this movie, you know, people say it's such a bad movie, but the way it looks, uh-huh. I really like how it's shot. Yeah. You know, there's like there's like pretty decent like cinematography in it. Like there are like above shots that kind of remind me of like I forget David Lynch's cinematographer. But, like, mm. scenes in, like, a razor head and stuff that just kind of look eerie. And so I looked up the cinematographer, and I didn't write down his name. Uh-huh. But he's the same guy who did Edward Scissorhands, Ed Wood, Holy Batman shit. Returns, Matilda, Child's Play 2, and <laughs> the amazing 2000s horror classic, Blades of Glory. You know, so. Blades of Glory. Here's a margarita for you. Thank you. I... My father's I given you. All right, my... going in the fridge? <laughs> huh? This, this bag. No, you could trash it. It's, there's nothing okay. in there but broth. Happy 4th of July, yeah. everybody. Um, Happy 4th of July. I just got a margarita. Thing. Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yes. Ah, oh, man. It's like not... It's too early for me to be drinking. And also I have work tomorrow, so I can't drink late either. I think you should just do it anyway. Yeah, I, might, I just might. Um... Mm-hmm. That Happy makes a lot of sense. People's Day, listeners. Oh yeah, it's uh fourth of fourth of footwork. If you're a Wayne Radio yeah. TV fan, mm-hmm. I I only fuck with the aesthetics of patriotism, actual patriotism. Yeah, it's a good excuse to not go to work and drink all day. Yeah, I but you know I won't lie. Like I do watch that like four kids. Uh, characters of like the four kids anime dubs like singing the national anthem or whatever on the fourth of july every year (laughs) you know like (laughs) i love that video (laughs) yeah i'm not i'm not a patriot but like when sonic's singing that shit it's Mm -hmm. like yeah i stand up yeah um Uh, what was what were we talking about i don't even remember now i'm just thinking about vegeta singing the national anthem the cinematographer for Vampire's Kiss right. has worked with Tim Burton extensively. Right. And you know what? That makes a lot of sense to me because I remember also during this watch, like being kind of like wowed by some of those shots, even though I've seen them mm-hmm. before. I like the yeah. the shot where he is like walking up to the phone booth to call Dr. Glazer. And... Yeah, exactly. That's the one I was talking about where yeah. like, it has like a very like David Lynchy kind of like unease to it, just like how high the angle is. Oh, I'm talking about the other one, actually. That one's also very good, but I'm talking about the okay. second time he calls Dr. Glazer and she answers, and that's when we see oh, Emilio. Right, right. Uh yeah. is when he That's not Emilio. <laughs> he like walks up to the phone. You tried to booth. sneak it past me, I'm not gonna let that happen. <laughs> I know, you haven't left yet this episode. I haven't talked about it. Um <laughs> But uh, um, it's it, okay. Like, get out of your system, you know. <laughs> the when he walks up to that phone booth, though, like it's a cool shot where he's like walking up and he's got his shoulders up like Nosferatu, and then he like mm-hmm. yeah he like goes to the phone and it's just like kind of a close up on his face. It's like framed by the phone booth and like him just like like hunched over speaking into the phone. It's just such a cool shot, and I'm like, wow, you it's really good. you really went off with this one. It's a good shot. It's a good shot, and it really complements, like, Nicolas Cage's, like, you know, body language and mm-hmm. everything, just, like, the angles and, like, 
his face is so like dramatic looking and like long like when he does like the vampire stuff you know yeah and it it really complements the vampire teeth in his mouth too because it like makes him seem like a creature yeah i think watching this time i was really like in awe of his performance as i often am Mm -hmm. and i was just thinking like man he's like he's like what jim carrey thinks he is man crazy (laughs) whoa big shade to jim carrey Oh, yeah, I've been on, like, a big fuck Jim Carrey, like, thing. I've been, like, reading all, like, this shit about yeah. him, and, like, he just seems like a piece of shit, not gonna lie. He's one of those actors He that... was also an anti-vaxxer, oh. also. Well, yeah. <laughs> woof. <laughs> Rest in peace, dude. I don't know if he still is, but he was dating, like, I think her name was, like, Jenny McCarthy. She was, like, a pretty mm. big 2000s anti-vaxxer. Yeah, yeah. kind of proponent. Yeah, I, uh... All I really know about him is that he was on that, uh, asshole method acting uh yeah. wave where he i don't remember what the movie was but he was, it was like the one where he played um what's his name like the famous like comedian yeah andy kaufman that's the one yep he he was method he, acting for that and he fucking sucked to work with and was an asshole to everyone on set around him mm-hmm. yeah he like when you hear him like talk about it in interviews he's like now, I wasn't playing Andy Kaufman. It was more so that, like, I lost consciousness and the spirit of Andy Kaufman came into me and he would make everyone call him Andy. And, like, that's, like, that's annoying, right? But, like, I don't uh-huh. know if that, like, crosses an immoral line. But Andy Kaufman had a daughter who, like, he did not, he was not there for at all. And, uh-huh. like, he died. So yeah. she came to the set and apparently Jim Carrey talked to her as Andy Kaufman. Like, and he was like, yeah. And I really gave her closure for that, and I think that's like so fucking psychotic. That's crazy. yeah, that's a that's uh that's <coughs> definitely crossing a line there. I didn't know about that. Mm. Is Jim it... Carrey? You're making my COVID act up right now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's fine. He's he's big enough that I think we can burn that bridge and still sleep sleep well. I think he said that like. Sonic 2 might be his last role or something like that and sure I mean I respect him as an artist in in some ways like I think uh-huh. you can't deny that he's very talented he's definitely as made, annoying as like a lot of his stuff is he's made a lot of works that are like genuinely very good yeah it's just I, I just hate the fucking male ego attached mm. to like so many of like people like that yeah just like people just have to deal with that like shit because you know if like, he was just like a normal guy on the street people be like no i'm not gonna call you fucking andy kaufman you weirdo but because like he's mm. garnered this acclaim this is like very unrelated to vampires <laughs> i'm sorry it's all good we'll get man. back on track we uh i'll be i didn't write yeah. down that many notes i really only wrote down like the big things mm-hmm um i wrote down the name of the museum that peter leaves it is the new museum of contemporary art yeah yeah that's uh that's still there that's that's bigger now right the new museum uh probably is does that have any connection to parsons because i know they're the new school or whatever i thought it did but i could be wrong i guess they don't have a copyright on all things that are called new yeah also (laughs) true also after you know i mean it's called the new museum Uh but that was the 80s this yeah i know it's 40 years ago like i don't know how i don't know how new it is now they might have to scratch that bad boy off potentially um yeah. but i always whenever we get to that scene i always really like those paintings that mm-hmm. 
that she's trying to show the Jackie's trying to show. Jackie is like such a queen, honestly. Yeah, she's very she's very cool. I do think it's a bit weird to go to a museum with someone and be like, "So do you like it?" <laughs> I think that is a little I, clunky and weird, but you know, I disagree. I don't think it's. I, I don't think it you. would make me walk out of a date for sure. I would be like, "Oh yeah, sure, yeah, it's cool." I don't know, like, she's clearly, like, you could tell from how she dresses, she's clearly, like, a very artsy-fartsy person. Mm -hmm. She probably, like, she goes to museums all the time. She might be in fashion or something. And I think she was just trying to gauge, like, what what is Peter like? What's he into? I think she works for the phone company. And, you know, he's just... Hmm? She works for the phone company, I thought. She does? Yeah, but she's, like, director of personnel, so she's paid well. So she has time to, like, be into fashion and go to go to museums and be cultured you know okay well that phone company must pay her very well that, she's like dressed yeah. to the nines in every scene that every she's scene in. she looks great yeah i mean i guess she just should have brought him to the met you know nice safe boring i know kind of thing. she was too wild with them with this with this modern art shit he just doesn't fuck with it if if they had gone to the met he would have at least found something he liked yeah that's, we're talking about him like he's like a child being taken to a restaurant. <laughs> I mean, essentially he is. Let's see what else? <laughs> oh, what's good? You still hear me? What's good? Oh, my headphones disconnected randomly. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's fine. I I also heard the, the change in quality. I was like, whoa. Yeah, different? that was weird. Okay, they they went back in for some reason. It's all good. We, we're having we're having uh, COVID induced technical difficulties, but we'll we'll survive. We've been through worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. I might die from COVID like last minute though. Who knows? <laughs> oh God, uh, I hope not. <clears throat> this is my last podcast, guys. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> talk about no what closure. Twelfth month watch. Yeah. yeah, I know. We didn't even make it. Yeah, all hopefully, you'll be able through. to find someone. It'd be really funny if, like, you couldn't find someone else to do this with you, and it's just you alone talking. <laughs> just every week, just mourning my friend Matt who passed away. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that would be something. That would that would not that would no longer be that would be some kind of performance art piece at that point. Hmm. I think that's a a kind way of describing a very depressing like mm-hmm. reality. No, absolutely. A performance art piece, you know. Yeah, I but mean, if if it did happen, you could market it like that. Like, yeah, it was so intense. Like the this movie killed him. You know, like he could only make it to eleven times. <laughs> I myself, I don't know if I'm gonna make it out. You gotta do that. Uh, you know, you gotta take what you can. Yeah, I guess so. Damn, this is getting heavy. We need to move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, um, let's see here. You know, on the topic of Jackie, how does she? How does she? sleep with him after he does that laugh when they leave the apartment i mean i guess you know her taste in art is very good but her taste in men evidently is not i guess i guess so because every time he does it i'm like wow what a the you're not even laughing for real because i've heard his real laugh his real laugh doesn't sound like that i don't know what he's doing but what it is is if it was me it would dry me the hell up I think I think she's just like, man, this is like a quirked up white boy. You know, he's kind of goofy. <laughs> like, I, I guess I'll take it, you know. Uh, the other people, I guess, 
Well, I was I'm thinking of like the club or the restaurant or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. he was when he picked up Rachel. But yeah. the people like in that circle, they were all squares. So like, I know. I guess I could see that Peter like is at least a little goofier. He's a little trying a little bit harder. Yeah. Like it was that guy who was just talking about like interests and in, in the IRA or whatever, and mm-hmm. it's like, man, who fucking cares? And then that guy like t- hits him with that joke, like, but who would be interested? Which I like a lot personally i didn't know if that was a joke i thought that i thought that was the movie like giving us someone who doesn't understand that and then he was just like wait but who is interested mm-hmm. and then because the joke i think which is this is much more frustrating to me i think the joke is mm-hmm. when he passes those two that are walking by him to go sit by rachel and the guy says yeah. and then you raise high the roof beam that and then mm-hmm. they both laugh i think that's supposed to be the joke and I'm like, but I didn't get to hear the whole thing, so I don't get it either. Right. And it yeah. it frustrates me. This was actually the first watch where I heard the raise the roof beam part, mm-hmm. and I wrote it down, and I was just like, huh? Yeah. I What's that supposed to, I guess, there are roof beams in the, the club or whatever. Here's the thing. Very funny. I think, I think it is, I think it's the punchline to a joke that I think I've heard before. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember it, and all I have is the punchline, so I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. This is, I guess, you know, this is just like that other thing that was bothering me. But then I finally remembered it, and mm-hmm. but this one, it's like there's no way I'm gonna remember this because it's not from any piece of media I've seen. At least yeah. I don't think. I guess you know, in this instance, we're like less of a Peter and more like a Rachel. You know, mm-hmm. just like I just didn't get that joke. Yeah, we're we're straight up in her shoes right now. Yeah, I think if like someone is trying to mansplain their taxes to you in the club mm-hmm. and they talk about interest, who would be interested is a pretty like sick comeback. It is not gonna lie. Yeah, it, I it would it would get that per- other person's brain to explode. Um, and I would, yeah. I would, I would have some fun with that for sure. Yeah, it's very much like, uh, please shut up, nerd. You know, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. Yeah. I say on my vampire podcast, not. <laughs> Listen, we're not squares, all right? We're nerds, but we're not true. squares. Mm-hmm. We would try mescaline. Uh, yeah, I, I actually had a dream last night that I did acid, and it was like not good at all. <laughs> I'm sure that's a good sign. Yeah. I think I was like looking at my hand to see if it was doing like the the mm-hmm. the, the werbliness, the whatever the fuck you call it. Yeah. But I was mostly just like extremely anxious at home. Hmm. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't sound fun. I No. It was very interesting. I had a very interesting thought like kind of late into the night, the like the the day my dog died. I uh mm-hmm. I was like drinking and I had just finished watching like a bunch of episodes of Riverdale with my roommate and mm. I was like you know I feel like right now in the state I'm in at this moment I could try a hallucinogen and then watch this really fucked up movie and then I think I'd be okay. <laughs> I don't know if you would be. <laughs> I definitely not. But it, like in that moment, I was just like sitting at my computer. I was looking through Shutter because um, mm-hmm. I was like thinking of watching a movie, and then I saw this really yeah. fucked up looking movie that has been on my list mm-hmm. for a while. And I was like, 
I wonder. I bet I could take acid and watch this. <laughs> and I felt super confident in it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from. I love your confidence in bad ideas, but I will <laughs> recommend that you t- make good ideas instead. Good decisions, rather. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, for sure. I, I mean, the day after, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Um, I, I don't think I could do acid now, and I'm, I'm fine right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's just a just a funny thought I had. If anyone's curious, mm-hmm. the movie was called The Sadness, and it's apparently a very <laughs> fucked up movie about like a virus that makes people do horrible shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's. Uh... Is it a nonfiction? <laughs> no, uh, it is fiction. Okay. Uh, thankfully, it's like a zombie mm-hmm. thing, but like they don't eat brains. They like do the worst things they can think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can imagine it gets pretty unsavory. I think it's, I would imagine. I think it's Vietnamese. I can't, I can't remember what country it comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it looks cool and I want to watch it, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. What kind of, what kind of bad things do you think they're doing? Uh, the similar things that Peter Lowe does in this movie, I bet. Oh God. Hmm. I just almost dropped my notes everywhere. Yeah, just ghosting people for dates. Yeah, eating pigeons, eating a cockroach live. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wrecking your apartment. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I want to watch it though. It seems very good. Um. But today is about vampires kiss. Um. It is as every day is. <clears throat> I found some interesting evidence. Uh, not of anything related to Peter Lowe, actually. Uh, it, I found evidence that the mimes might be vampires. Mm. Um, and it's the... I, it never occurred to me, but because I think just, like, whenever a movie is shot, they always, like, make the streets wet to make lighting easier at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it did occur to me that Peter Lowe leaves that diner and it's raining. Um, mm. And then he goes straight to that one place to call Dr. Glazer and the mimes are out there and it is still raining while the mimes are out there. So I think yeah. that those mimes rehearsing their shit in the rain is evidence that they're vampires. Cause why the hell would they do that in the rain? Their makeup would run, but their makeup's mm-hmm. not running. I think they're literally, they just look like that. They are vampire mimes that practice in the rain. I see. Well, I think that is flawless logic. I, right? I don't think I can argue with that. But if I were to argue with that, mm-hmm. I think these mimes, you know, assuming they're real, because I'm not fully convinced that they're even real. Mm-hmm. Like, I still think that it's possible that they're, like, the inner machinations of Peter's, like, torturous uh, inceldom mm-hmm. that of the city constantly, like, making fun of him for, you know, not finding love. Yeah. I think these mimes are pretty hardcore with their whole, like domestic abuse performance art yeah i think they're like rain or shine kind of guys you know they're just like listen true we're gonna get this shit done i don't care if anyone's like even watching mm-hmm. but like they're we're gonna, gonna make them watch they're they're, they're on that perform. corner every day for sure they're if if they were real they'd still be on that corner mm-hmm. to this day 40 years down the road god yeah even during COVID, very <laughs> irresponsible. Mimes famously very cavalier. Yeah, people. but it's because they mime wearing a mask, and so like, you know, mm. 
uh, the, you can't yeah. convince them they're not wearing a mask because they say they're already wearing one. <laughs> right, yeah. Fucking... Well, they wouldn't say it, but they'd like be like, yeah, no. yeah. They they gesture it at you. Fucking mimes, yes. man. Um, Love them. <laughs> uh, did did you have a standout moment this watch? Uh, I did. It's very boring, and it's probably like the fifth time I've done mm-hmm. it. But man, the fucking fucking abc scene yeah god damn like it's classic it's it's unfortunate that the nicholas C- i assume that nicholas cage did not get any accolades for his performance in this movie because vocally like body line like all all of the things that you need to do to act i think those are the two things i think he's just doing them yeah i think he'd be a good voice actor i think so too i think and like I think the only thing about yeah. that would he be like I don't want to be stifled by me not being able to control my movements, you know. Yeah, but the thing is is like I think he's already been a voice actor in some things, right? He's been mm-hmm. the Spider-Noir from Spider-Verse. Right, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. he was also was he not Lego Batman? I think that was Will Arnett. Oh, it might have been. Well I then Let's get him. Let's get him voice acting. I think he could actually do uh, some really crazy stuff. I agree. I think he would be very good in like mocap horror oh. video game acting. Like, yeah. really like set him up so he could like use his instrument, his mm-hmm. whole mod. Because I was watching, I forget what they're called, like the quarry or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. this this horror choose your own adventure thing. I was watching Dead Meat play it mm-hmm. uh, on their live stream. And it was really rad. And Brenda Song was in it too, which is crazy because it was not Sweet Life of Zack and Cody or Sweet Life on Deck. (laughs) They were all just like, you know, it was just like mocap shit. Like their their whole faces, they look like themselves. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that that studio I think is known for that because I think the last game they did was uh, Until Dawn or something. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It looked really fun. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I don't know if I'll get it, mm-hmm. but it does I seem think, pretty cool. Yeah, is is the other one that you said is that also a pick your own adventure kind of thing? Kind of, yeah. It's like they're at a ski resort and there's Wendigos. Mm. At a in in the quarry, I think it's called. I'm not. Sure. There's quarry in the title. I yeah. know that for sure. It's I it's keep called the quarry. To say the quarry men, but that's a band. <laughs> but it's just like you know, horny teens like at a at a, a summer camp, camp, right? Yeah, summer camp with the lake. Lots of allusions to you know, Nightmare Island on, on Elm Street and Friday mm-hmm. the Thirteenth and shit like that. Which I love. Red stuff. I love yeah, a summer camp course. slasher. Of course, it's classic. I still need to see Sleepaway Camp. That one's good, man. I I need to finish watching The Evil Dead so I can continue my marathon and do Sleepaway Camp because mm-hmm. summer is rocketing by very quickly. That's true. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I got to do that. How how far? What Evil Dead movie are you on? Uh, I'm on Army of Darkness. I need to still see that okay. one. I also need to still see that one. Yeah. I don't have very many. Pretty hard. I just got Army of Darkness and then the Fede Alvarez one. Oh, right. Yeah, I forget that that one's a thing. There's also Ash versus the Evil Dead, the TV show. Yes, which I liked. 
but yeah. I'm not going to rewatch all of that and, you know, count it in my marathon. I did like it, though. I, it's very fun. I'm excited to watch it once I finish Army of Darkness. It's very fun. They They really stick to the whole, like, gore and stuff, like juices and fluids and bloods being like squirted right. into bruce campbell's open mouth that's wonderful yeah it's great what what else was bruce campbell in? because he's really good in he, both evil deads he's in bubba hotep he's in maniac cop he's in that one burn notice show i think i think he's the are not army referee the wrestling referee in the first spider-man yes he is also in uh sky high oh he's coach he's boomer the, he's the coach boomer yeah, yeah. Love sky high yep yep much better than my hero academia much Sorry, better <laughs> miles ahead um I, I that's all the bruce campbell i can think the same of. concept kind of yeah um yeah that's all i can really remember uh, of his performances he's probably done more mm. god i gotta rewatch sky high me too it's been a while it has been a while that would have been a funny movie to watch over and over again i yeah i just thought that i don't know if we were going to but no <laughs> I've already I'm seen not, it. I'm not sure if it's yeah. I'm not sure if it is as bountiful a bushel as Vampire's Kisses. I think it could be. I just think the thing is, whenever if we ever do this again, which who knows if we will, um, but if right. we ever do this again, I want to do it with a movie I haven't seen because it is an indescribable feeling to watch a movie for the first time with the knowledge that you are going to be watching that movie over and over again for a year. That's true. Um, it was it was a we it brought a weird vibe to my first watch of Vampire's Kiss, mm-hmm. which added to you know the cool experience of it. Yeah, I think like how I tackle it because like I really don't want to get tired of these movies because mm-hmm. I know that's like an inevitable part of it. That's true. So I feel like mentally I really try to carp- compartmentalize it as like being in the moment of the current watch. You know, like mm-hmm. I really try not to focus on the million, not the millions, the tens ahead yeah because i feel like that would just ruin it yeah that i think i think at first i was like my first thought was i'm never gonna get tired of this i'm not gonna examine how how much this is going to affect me in the later watches and then like watch two and three i was like oh okay i see how big this task is now and then after that i refused Mm -hmm. to acknowledge it (laughs) (laughs) that's like the best way to cope with anything just don't think about it right it's been working so far my therapist said i think (laughs) something like that sounds about right to me yeah um let me see what was my stand-up moment oh um my stand-up moment was very uh uh, strange what when uh when when uh Peter Lowe's getting kicked out of the club after like yelling at Rachel about her um vampire teeth, uh, right. it, it there's like a scene like there's a there's a sequence where the, the 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 bouncers are dragging him away and he's yelling at her and telling everyone to look at her teeth and he's like being dragged up the stairs and it cuts back to Rachel and Donald I think his name was um, I think so it cuts back to them 
and she just kind of laughs and they like both like look at each other and smile like this guy right and in the Mm -hmm. background to their um to their left or to the left of the screen there's a guy with blonde hair and like a hat and he's like jamming Mm -hmm. to the music like because there's still music happening and he's still jamming and he's still dancing but he's looking very bemusedly at like what is happening and just kind of like Mm -hmm. observing it and just doesn't not smiling not like like enjoying the music he's just sort of jamming and just being like wow what the what the fuck's going on here this this guy's crazy i mean he's probably like high as fuck yeah and I just, I really liked him. He, like, made me smile. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. You are, you're in the middle of some weird shit at the club tonight. Mm-hmm. I've also been, like, honing in on the background performances. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, we've dissected, like, the main actors quite a bit. Yeah. So, like, I've been, like, looking around to see, like, what's everyone else doing during all this? Mm-hmm. And in the scene where Peter chases Alva out into the bathroom, I was really looking around to see, like, what's the office feeling about this you know yeah and there's this one lady who she was just kind of frozen she was staring but then she kind of looks around she just kind of goes like you <laughs> like just kind of raises her eyebrows and like widens her mouth yeah. or whatever and it was just like a funny little thing that's <laughs> the office people are great honestly one yeah. of the office people um is is my evidence that peter's a vampire is it the one where she's like, he's so eccentric? No, actually, but it's the same scene. It's the mm. guy who, like, it's the guy with the glasses who's staring at him, mouth agape, the entire yeah. scene. And right, here's my theory, right? So, like, Peter, like, is looking through these files, and then he slams the filing cabinet shut. And immediately when he does that, the guy with the glasses looks up at him, mouth open, and then stares at him the entire time. And mm-hmm. I think that that guy is a fledgling vampire hunter. And this is his side wow. job that he does when he's I not see. vampire hunting. Uh, but he's like a rookie. He's new. Um, mm-hmm. And he is in awe that he is actually... He suddenly just knows that he is looking at a real vampire right now. And he is right. floored by it. And he is scared by it. Right, yeah. Do you think it might also that he's just in awe of being in the presence of like peak masculine performance? I think that might be it too. <laughs> Maybe, but I like to believe that this is a this is evidence of Peter Lowe being a vampire because he's scaring young vampire hunters, even though they shouldn't fear him because I think he exterminates himself right after right the all this. Essentially, yeah. I'd like to think that after this, Emilio becomes a vampire hunter. Oh, absolutely yeah like he might just be like you know like whoever like the van helsing type you know mentor like finds him be like oh you killed that vampire peter well you know mm-hmm. it's good of you and he's like what are you talking about he's like no nah, there are more of them out there that suckers <laughs> that is the vampire's kiss sequel i want to see mm. they should bring back peter as like the head vampire yes he's like the the all right let's do that one episode vampire overlord yeah for sure for sure yeah vampires kiss too vampires piss because like i was thinking like i don't know like as an idea i was like oh what would like a remake of this look because like that'd be Mm. like a a foolish thing to try but like what would you do and it's like what makes this movie so good is like all the little idiosyncrasies that are put in it and all like Mm -hmm. the weird little moments yeah 
So there's like, and you really can't replicate that. No, you'd have a sequel. Yeah, and a sequel, you could go really weird with it. Yeah, um, by making it actually supernatural. I mean, honestly, let's do it. One of these episodes, we just we just you know go the whole game reel route with it and just like brainstorm. Mm-hmm. We should get Annika in That's for that idea. episode. We should get Annika. Yeah, in yeah. For that um, hell yeah! Uh, did you have any vampire powers you observed? Any new ones? Any new ones? I think it's still just the glamour, you know. Yeah. I think he just he just has that charm. Um I I observed a new one and I think it uh his power is that he can eat human food, but he can only he- eat nuts. Mm-hmm. When does he eat nuts? He eats pistachios. Oh. He eats when? pistachios when uh right, like right before he's about to go out with Rachel or uh Jackie the second time. Um, mm, and then he right. eats pistachios when he calls Alva into his office to apologize for chasing her into the bathroom, uh, mm-hmm. and then talks about mescaline and whatever. And then he like does his like right. weird like you don't say meme face. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. He's eating pistachios in that moment. He like offers her one. He's like pistachio. Right. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So do bats like nuts? Uh, I don't think so. So I know bats like fruit, and nuts are kind of fruit. I think. Mm-hmm. Wait, are nuts fruit or seeds? Hang on. Do they're seeds? Nuts. I don't think you would call them fruit. I think some nuts classify as fruit, but I don't remember which ones because. It, me and my roommate had a long conversation about this, about how like scientifically and culinarily things are classified extremely different than how they are. Like a pumpkin is technically a berry. Okay. Yeah. Fruit, many internal seeds, berry. Um, That's nice. You know, someone will be like, oh, can I have some berries? And then you just like give them a giant fucking pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. I just hand you a banana Sicko. and say, would you like a berry? Um, inconclusive on whether bats eat nuts. It's looking like probably not, but I'm sure someone mm. on the internet will correct us, and we welcome it for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't get too comfortable, motherfuckers. You know? <laughs> We're not down for that parasocial bullshit. Um. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Before we wrap it up, do you have any uh, recommendations you want to give to the to good people listening? Hmm, recommendations. It's hard to say. I've just been, honestly, I've just kind of been just sewing for, like, the past week and being sick, and that's pretty much it. I mean... Um, I watched Anna Karenina, yeah, Joel Wright movie, director of uh, Pride and Prejudice, also stars Kira Knightley, who, like, she, she's really messing with my head because you know i don't know if like i've said this on the podcast but i have a strong standing uh bias against the english you know yeah for many true. reasons partially my my irish heritage but yeah goddamn <laughs> kira knightley she's really she's really changing my mind and that scares me and my morals are being shaken <laughs> i don't like them being challenged like that we've all been there uh, brother so, yeah we've all been there i guess so i guess watch that uh watch Watch the Bela Lugosi Dracula, you know? Yeah. Like, see what I mean? Because I feel like most people haven't seen it. Cause 
I have the fact that it doesn't have a score is really weird. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think Philip Glass made a score for it, and I don't know if I tried that or not, but like I don't mm. think it was really my thing. Interesting. I didn't know that someone. I guess it would make sense for someone else to make a score for it, but yeah, that that's very yeah, bizarre. I'm sure many people have tried. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What have I watched in the past couple days? I've watched a a bit. Uh, okay. If you wanna, if you want a movie that will make you use your brain and make you feel feelings, uh, then I'll I'll, I'll um recommend the movie Underground. It's a a it's directed by Amir Kusturica. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, he's a Serbian director, I believe. It's a it's a three hour long movie about the Communist Party in Yugoslavia and just like. Uh, it's very slapstick and very like interesting and very weird, but it's also deeply sad because those nations are very have a deeply sad history. Um, and it's just a very good movie. It's th- almost three hours long, but I I'll be real, I did not notice because it was so interesting. Like the entire time, there was just so much happening all the time in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, the director's cut of the movie is five hours long, so if you've got the time, try it out. Uh, but if you don't want to use your brain and you just want some fun, practical effects, I would recommend Frankenstein's Army. Um, it's a movie about these like Russian soldiers who are, you know, uh, being like they, they they like get a distress call and they go to check it out, and they find um, like this like little european village that or it's like a little german village that has been taken over by these like zombie frankenstein nazi machine monsters um Mm -hmm. and they have to avoid those and it's pretty much like it's very cheap looking at first and then like in the second act it's like very impressive how much they were able to do with like the small budget they had um and it's really fun and really cool. The practical effects are really cool. They're very gory. Um, it's like fucked up and awesome. And I will say, uh, there's a little bit of controversy between this director and the uh, Resident Evil 8 Village game because straight up they did steal enemy designs from this movie and put it in Resident Evil Village. Dang. Yeah, there's like literally like the boss in Heisenberg's level, the propeller monster, mm. straight up stolen from this movie. There's a there's a guy with a propeller head, and you mm. know that that it's just like yo, that's just from Resident Evil. I thought you were gonna be like, yeah, they stole the big vampire lady. And I was gonna immediately stop Bro, I wish. this podcast to go watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no. No Lady D in that movie, thankfully, um, because I would not have paid attention. She should be in everything. Yeah, I wouldn't have paid attention to anything else. <laughs> um, but yeah, go check those out. Underground and Frankenstein's Army. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, do we have any plugs? You got any new plugs you want to plug, Matt? Uh, no, just my Twitter, you know, mm-hmm. at uh, SexyDevil. Uh the spelling That's will be in the in the title in the title yeah. i can try again okay i can never remember i'm pretty sure it's lowercase x yeah. uppercase x s 3 x y underscore 
D3VIL uppercase X, lowercase X. There might be more underscores I than think, that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's two underscores. They're somewhere in there. Okay, yeah. Yeah. He, it's it's in the in the Twitter at GameRealPod. Yeah, yeah. Go follow him. He's making some cool clothes. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be selling some cool clothes. Gonna be making some patch jackets and shit. Hell yeah. Might make a, a vampire's kiss patch jacket. Who knows? Dude, we should we should get like <laughs> this is just because I'm wearing uh, I'm I'm like watching Riverdale, but we should get some like leather mm-hmm. jackets like ton like the like the tunnel snake river like leather jackets with like but the back of it is like uh just a a patch that has something to do with our show oh hell yeah dude that would be so good i would wear that shit all the time dude i'll I'll change my leather jacket that i have right now to be be like that that'd be awesome yeah we'll totally be making back uh back patches and all that shit (laughs) we're gonna be merchandise this has all just been like a a capitalist scheme this whole time like we're Mm -hmm. just trying to make money off of nicholas cage (laughs) (laughs) it's a it's a long game but we're playing it Mm -hmm. oh yeah we've already made millions but we want more yeah um if you want to support us as well, go and follow us on Twitter at GameRealPod. Um, that's where we post most of our updates about this shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye bye. See you. Dream of me, my.